Welcome to Interludes, where I take a break from my normal episode of the Introverted with Michelle Carey podcast to sound off on current events and other shenanigans. Interlude 5 is why I'm considering leaving Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. I've been on Twitter since 2008, 10 years, long, long time. I actually left YouTube as if that was a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like going from one place to another. I actually left YouTube to go to Twitter, which only meant that I was focusing less time on YouTube and more time on Twitter. Um, and yeah, so I've seen the platform grow into different things. Um, not always the best of things, but yeah, so I've seen it change over time. And, you know, social networking sites like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, they are popular social interaction tools, but to me, they've become less and less in terms of having positive exchanges for its users at large. Despite it being a wealth of information, there is a dark side to social media. And there have been studies that show how adults use these sites like Twitter, Facebook, and they experience stress due to the social pressure to access the site and be on the site for long periods of time for fear of missing out. And by the way, fear of missing out is a thing. It's called FOMO, F-O. Capital M, capital O. Look it up, right? And of course, people are overwhelmed by the social media comparison, which I'm not surprised, right? And I have two accounts on Twitter. I have my Zeta Zen and I have my Michelle S. Carey. Now, Zeta Zen was my first account. And that's the one where I joined in 2008. And that's the one where I also have the majority of the people that I follow and follow me. And Michelle S. Carey is more about writing and promoting my books. I don't have as many followers, nor do I follow as many people. And that's evident in basically you can just go there and you can just see the difference of the two. Now, to me, Twitter is what you make of it. But it really depends on who the people you follow. And that's it, right? That is the key. Because you can come in contact with so much trash, garbage, drama, and BS because of the people that you follow. Because they're retweeting stuff from the people they follow, which means that your timeline can be just cluttered with nonsensical BS Because of other stuff, right? And that's what makes Twitter sometimes a cesspool, right? Lots of thoughts, lots of opinions, nonsense mixed in with spiritual quotes. Some positive energy, but mostly negative. And the way, the only way to control that is to monitor who you follow. But see, herein lies the problem. Because you may really seriously like the person that you follow, right? You like what they are saying you like the information that they're giving, but their retweets can be your issue. You don't want to mute them or block them because you like them, but it's not like you can't say, can you stop retweeting such and such because that's trash, right? So you're at a conundrum because you want to keep 
following this particular person, but you don't want to hear the garbage. You don't want to read the garbage that they're retweeting. So there's that, right? But now Twitter has this new thing, right? It used to be where you only saw the stuff. You saw everything that was in your timeline from an individual, right? Well, now, of course, they're shadow banning people where you can't see all their tweets. You have to go directly to their name to see what they're saying. Or now you're getting tweets that says such and such liked this tweet, right? Why do I care what such and such liked? And why are you haphazardly retweeting something that somebody liked? Why? I mean, if they wanted to retweet it, they wanted to retweet it. But why must I know that there was a tweet that this person liked? That's that's too much. So to me, Twitter has gone kind of like downhill. It's gone downhill. And for me to be on the platform for 10 years since 2008 and my main Zeta Zen account, first of all, only has 1,500, almost 1,600 followers. And I only follow about maybe up to 1,100 people to tell you how often I'm really not on there because I only have maybe 88 89,000 tweets for that account. And on my Michelle S. Carey account, I only have maybe 9,000 tweets. And I only follow like 200 people. Only about 200 people follow me or something like that, almost 300. So I should really tell you how often I'm on the site. I'm not. Because that is, a. I, I woke up years ago realizing that how was I ever going to get anything done in my own life if I was too busy on Twitter? Because Twitter is very addicting. You can be on that all day long. Tweeting, retweeting, posting. I mean, just all day long. But if you're going to do that, what kind of accomplishments do you make for yourself? And this is why I always take these long Twitter breaks and... Yeah, I should have like 500,000, maybe even a million tweets by now if I've been on there for 10 years, right? And maybe seven, 10, 50,000 followers, something like that. But no, I don't put a lot of time into that. So, I mean, it's just like Facebook. I got, I'm thinking, I just got to jet from Twitter to eventually. I mean, I don't suffer from FOMO and I just, apparently just prove that because I don't have a lot of tweets to over the course of 10 years to even show that I suffer from fear of missing out. I don't really think I'm missing out from anything, you know, but from my interaction, I'm from Facebook and IG because I left both of those platforms too. I left Facebook and IG. I still, I don't have a Facebook account at all. I do have my author page that's being run by somebody else so they can go on to Facebook and I can see my page through them. And with IG, one of my accounts, it's still there. I never log on, but I do have my author, Michelle S. Carey account because I don't have any of my friends on that account, really. Those are just people who want to follow me because I'm an author or follow me because of the stuff that I colored or whatever have you. I don't even know any of the people. And I kind of like it like that. And I don't go on there very often, you know, because that's really not my thing. But I stay away 
from my account that has all my family and friends on it. And that's also that account is private. So because I suffered from social comparison and it was giving me stress and anxiety and I was like, I have to stop this. So, you know, with the social comparison, yes, it will fast track anyone to a life of unhappiness. And because you're so busy comparing yourself to others, you know, we neglect to see the greatness in ourselves, our own greatness. You know, and I've noticed over time what happened was I started to feel inadequate as a result of other people's success on social media with their likes, their followers, their number of retweets or comments or, you know, the attention that they commanded. And I just felt like, wow, I can say the same thing and nobody likes, comments, shares or whatever it is that I'm saying. Right. And so I would just compare myself to other social networking accomplishments. And I knew I was feeling out of whack because the thought of logging on would render stress and anxiety for me. You know, and I was like, this is this is not right. This is not okay. There's something wrong with this and I don't feel good about it. So I had to check myself with the quickness. I had to dig deep and understand the root cause of my issue. It's not that I didn't want other people to succeed. I just kept saying, why am I not succeeding in this? Right. And I'm like, wait a minute, maybe this is not my thing. So let me correct it. You know, why did I feel lack when I shouldn't have knowing it was counterproductive to the things that I had accomplished, which I've accomplished a lot, you know, and my goal has always been to do well. So why would I care about others when I'm accomplished in my own right? And that just, you know, I had to put all that into perspective, right? We all have to put it in to perspective. And I'm certainly at the conclusion that social media isn't good for most people if they can't handle the pressures of what social media brings. End of story. You know, it's not just Twitter, but it's all these social media sites that require you to gain followers, likes, subs, You know, anything that requires you to command people's attention. It's a psychological thing, right? And it can easily break you down when you feel like you aren't succeeding in it. You know, to make you think that you need all these things to feel good about yourself. But you don't really need any of that. Just do whatever it is that you're going to do. Not for the followers, not for the likes, not for the subs, not for the comments, not for the whatever. Just do it because you like doing it. And that's how I feel about my podcast. I just like doing it. I'm not really interested. And if I if one person listened to this podcast, I'm good because I touched one person. And it's my creation that I'm putting together, these are my thoughts, my opinions, and sometimes my things are sourced if need be, and I'm putting it out to the world, and I'm letting it go, just like my writing. I write my books, and I put it out to the world for public consumption. There it is, right? So, what I know is, is to live a happier life, You got to know who you are. And I am who I am. No two people are the same. 
So why attempt to walk in someone else's shoes, right? Why compare yourself to what somebody else is doing and their trials, tribulations, hardships, um, successes, accomplishments, and everything that goes into that, right? I'm only in competition with myself in the end. That's it. Just me. And my struggles are my own. They belong to me. They don't belong to you. And my str- your struggles don't belong to me. And your successes that whatever it is you're doing in social media or not don't belong to me. They belong to you. Just like the things that I've accomplished belong to me too. So I have to be proud and you have to be proud. And everyone has to be proud of the strides that they've made. The journey that they've traveled. The road less traveled. Yes. And lastly, there is more than enough for everyone. We're all winners in different ways. And more than likely, I will keep doing what I'm doing when it comes to Twitter. Maybe only getting on like I do every other day. And just saying whatever it is that I say and not be concerned about all the hoopla and trash, garbage drama that goes on on there. Yes, sounds like a plan. This is the end of this interlude for the grown and sexy folks, always. Thank you for listening. This interlude was sponsored by Sunray Multimedia LLC, touching all parts of the universe. And if you're so inclined, please rate, like, share, comment, if you're on YouTube, of course. Subscribe to my podcast if you like. I will catch you on the next time around. And remember, always, always, always believe in yourself.